Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. Certainly appreciate the presence of God, His help. Uh, thank the Lord for what He's doing for us. Uh, believe that He is going to help us. Amen. I felt His strength today. And uh, I trust the Lord would help us tonight. I desire His help. Desire your prayers. Amen. And uh, right after the Lord called me to preach, had people try to give me advice and still do uh, about preaching and told me, use that inside voice, and I've struggled to find it, which one it was. And uh, I, I pray that the Lord would strengthen my voice tonight. I feel a burden on my heart and uh, hope the Lord would help me uh, to deliver my burden. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Galatians chapter number 1. I'd like to begin reading here. You bear with me. Make my voice loosen up here real quick. Praying that it will. Galatians chapter number 1. Begin in verse number 6. Maybe start in verse number 1. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself... For our sins, that He might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from Him that called you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Colossians, chapter number 1, and uh, verse number 22. Colossians, chapter number 1, starting verse 21. And you that were sometime alienated enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you in holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard, in which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, 
who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even to the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Amen. One more place in 2 Corinthians, couple verses here. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Amen. Verse 1, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glory is gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pray the Lord would help me just for a little bit tonight to preach to you from these scriptures. The Lord had laid on my heart several weeks ago. I felt the Lord begin to deal with my heart with this message and where I had read to you in Colossians that he had said to them, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Amen. And these words seem like last night as I begin to pray, the Lord dealt with me again to preach this. Be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Amen. Don't move away from the hope of the gospel. I believe that the gospel brings hope. I believe that when the preacher preaches, if I'll get a hold of it somewhere, no matter what the message is that God is sending to my soul, if I'll get a hold of it, it will be hope to me. Amen. If I'm a sinner and he's preaching to me about hell and repentance, if I'll get a hold of the gospel, it'll be hope to me. If I'm saved, if I have the gifts and I'm struggling and the minister preaches to me, if I'll get a hold of it, it'll be hope for me. Hallelujah. Amen. But there is uh, that that's inside of man and woman that if we're not careful, we'll get to wanting to move away from the gospel. 
It might be a little tight. It might be a little hard to swallow. But in that, that spirit that, that comes none other from the devil that would tell you it don't have to be like that. It don't have to be that straight. Amen. There, I believe it was the sons of the prophet that said that this way is too straight for us. Amen. Build us something. Let's rearrange things. It's too straight right here. Hallelujah. And there had been people that the gospel was just a little too straight for them. The pastor preached on things that it was just a little bit too hard to swallow. Amen. And we got to want to move away from the hope of the gospel. We, we couldn't see the hope in it. Glory. I, now, I, I'm proud. Amen. I got to feeling like I just would kind of calm down and preach tonight, but I don't. It's kind of holding horses back. Amen. It's hard to do. But if the Lord had helped me, maybe to, to go a little slower, then I don't use up all of my strength to tell you. Amen. There is great hope in the gospel. Somewhere the Lord's going to send the church a message. Not all the time has it been that it was to my liking. There had been times that it was rubbing me the wrong way. Like the little boy that was on the, on the porch rubbing the cat the wrong way. And a man come by and said, you're rubbing the cat the wrong way. He don't like it. And he said, no, the cat's laying the wrong way. If he had turned around, then it'd feel a lot better. And there had been times that the gospel... The hope of the gospel. I failed to see the hope of it. And it rubbed me the wrong way. And I didn't like it. I wanted the man of God to preach it different. Brother Gary, I didn't want him to be so hard. But what he wanted me to do was turn around. And it wouldn't seem so rough. Amen. He realized that there is some hope in the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory. I feel like that there, amen, especially the generation and the hour, the wicked hour that we live in, the devil places so much pressure upon the church and if he can get you to forget that somewhere in the message there is hope there. Hallelujah. It had been times that the sword, when it went in, it hurt. And when it come out, it hurt. But there was hope in the message. And Paul began to tell them. And he said, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of Jesus Christ, of Christ unto another gospel. And he began to lay it out and say, if there's any other man or if there's even an angel from heaven that comes and preaches any other gospel unto you, let him be accursed. He meant felt so severe about that that he said it again. I want it to be in your hearts that if anybody comes by and preaches anything other than the word of God, not a book out of the library, 
not something that I've thought up, but the word of God. It is hope and it is life and the church that seems that the devil's putting great pressure upon a lot of people and there will be times that even in the message that that people will miss the message because of something that happened today. Amen. Maybe balancing the checkbook or or clipping their fingernails or or writing notes or or talking or texting. Amen. These things that the devil would fill people's lives so full that they forget about the message that the messenger is preaching and the message has got hope in it. It's got hope for somebody about to die, for somebody that's about to go under, for somebody that wonders if I will be able to make it to another revival. Will I be able to make it to another camp meeting? Amen. Will I be able to make it one more church service? And if the devil can turn your mind from the message, the hope, he said of the glorious gospel. Hallelujah. If our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. What I really wanted to get out and bring to your attention in these scriptures was he said, lest the light of the glorious gospel, he said that the God of this world would blind the minds of them that believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel, that's what the devil's trying to keep out of my heart. That's what the devil's trying to keep out of your heart, young ladies. It's the light of the glorious gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, thy word have I made a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He said, I've hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Glory. If I can find these scriptures right quick, there's just a few there that maybe I wanted to bring out here in Psalm 119. Amen. That it begins to talk about the word of God. He said, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Oh how oh how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Amen. Thy word is very pure. Therefore, thy servant love it. Hallelujah. Order my steps in thy word and let not iniquity have dominion over me. Amen. He said, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spool. Hallelujah. Man, it's hot here tonight, ain't it? Glory. But I have a message that the Lord woke me up this morning with to tell somebody that the word of God has got good news. It's got a hope in it. It's got hope for somebody that's about to die. Somebody that's about to backslide. Amen. Maybe a young man or a young woman that would say I don't know how much more 
pressure that I can take. I want to tell you that the evangelist and the pastor, the preacher, the man of God has got a message for you. But the God of this world would like to blind your eyes and last the light that the glorious gospel would shine in your heart. The devil knows that his word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The devil knows that if you can hide it in your heart, you'll not sin against God. The God of this world knows that. Amen. He's brought so many things and it's filled our life full. He said that there was the word. The sower was the son of man. The seed was the word. And he began to sow it. And some fell, you know the different places, but it fell among thorns. The Bible said, immediately the thorns sprang up and it choked the word and it became unfruitful. And what was the thorns? It was the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things. He said, entering in, it choked the word, and it become unfruitful. I want to tell somebody tonight that the gospel has got hope in it. But if you move away from it, there's going to be consequences. There's going to be death. There's going to be wreck and run that you'll never be able to get over. Don't you understand that there had been times that the minister preached to somebody and said, turn, don't do what you're doing. Amen. The man of God knew nothing about it. The man of God knew nothing that the Lord had dealt with him. Amen. Back there somewhere, the Lord had told him, preach it. Amen. God was trying to spare somebody from wreck and run. Amen. They missed the message. Amen. They moved away from the hope of the gospel. And they come back years later and said, oh, if I would have listened, oh, if I would have only given heed to the word. I tell you, God dealt with me this morning to tell you, don't move away from the hope of the gospel. Thank you, Lord. Many, many days ago, the Lord gave me this. I had these scriptures marked that the brother preached this morning. I saw, and so I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy. And they were forgotten in the city where they had so done. This is also vanity. I seen them come and I seen them go. What was they coming and going from? I know he said from the place of the holy, but from the hope of the gospel. Hallelujah. From that glorious hope of the gospel. Amen. The Bible said the Lord gave the word. Great was the company that published it. He said that he sent his word and healed them. 
Have you ever been there? He's hurting. And the man of God knew nothing about it. But he got up, Brother Aaron, and he got to preaching, Brother Nathaniel, and he didn't have a clue what he's saying. But the word of God was healing. Paul said that he suffered. He suffered affliction, even bonds. But he said the word of God is not bound. The Lord brought that scripture to mind this evening and something rose in my heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I may struggle to preach to you tonight with a rough voice, but I want to tell you the Lord spoke to me and said that his word would not be bound though. I may be afflicted, I may be bound, but if you can get a hold of the word of God, if you can get a hold of this right here, it's not in the messenger, it's not in R.D. Tackett, it's in the word of God. Thy word, O Lord, have I made a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Thy word, O Lord, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's the word of God. It's not bound. Glory. There have been times that I wanted that helper that you spoke about. Somebody to come and preach, but nobody was there. And I had to do it. And I tried my best to get a hold of something. Hallelujah. And I knew I wasn't high. I knew I wasn't shouting. But somewhere, the word of God, it got to going forth and it loosed my soul. I felt bound when he gave it to me. I felt a little bound when I started preaching it. But the word of God is not bound. It got to loosening. It got to loosening. Hallelujah. He said the spirit of the Lord had come upon him. It had anointed him to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He went to prisons. He went to dark places. He loosed chains. He opened prison doors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Did not Jesus read it? And he closed the book and he gave it back to him. And he said, this day, this scripture's fulfilled. In your ears, the deliverers come. I tell you, the Bible said, in the beginning was the word. It was him. He's the word. He's not bound tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It may be just a Tuesday night and you may be tired, but I want to tell you, God is not tired. His word's not bound. It's not bound up tonight. And if you can get a hold of it, he'll lift you out of where you are. Joseph was in prison. The psalmist was writing about him, I believe. He said, until the word came, the word tried him. Amen. Glory. He loosed his chains. It broke the chains. I'm talking about the word of God. Would you get for me 2 Timothy 3 and 16. Somebody else will you get Hebrews 4 
and 12. I usually read, amen, but I need my breath tonight. I hope this is touching you. I'm laboring to get it out there to you. I'm going to tell you, right here, feels like gnats in there. But I tell you, in my heart, I feel it rolling. Amen. Glory. Read it for me. All all scripture scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's given by inspiration of God. And is profitable. It's it's hurtful. It's profitable. (laughs) It causes everything to go wrong. No. It's profitable. It's profitable. For doctrine. For doctrine. For reproof. For reproof. For correction. What are you talking about? The word of God. The scripture for correction. For instruction. For instruction. In righteousness. In righteousness. That the man of God. That the man of God. May be perfect. May be perfect. Thoroughly furnished. Thoroughly furnished. Under all good works. Under all good works. Amen. This scripture. The word of God. I want to try to get it out there to you tonight. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to you. Be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. I feel like that we forget about that little word, Brother Tony. The hope of the gospel. Sometimes you feel that the preacher's just picking on you. Or he's seen me do something. Or somebody talked to him. I tell you, I never got a message on the phone. I didn't get it off the computer. I got it on my knees. Amen. And there was a time that a lady walked out and slammed the door a few days later. Amen. She told somebody, said, the preacher just trying to get everybody to be the way he is. I had come and no, didn't know a thing, but Gerald. But I must have plowed her row. I knew I did. They told me I did. And she got upset of thinking somebody fed him something. I tell you, I got it on my knees. And there were times that we didn't like it. Amen. Glory. I know you got me a scripture over there in Hebrews where he gets to talking I'm there. Now no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous but grievous. Go ahead and read, Brother Sammy. For the word of God, it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. <laughs> and he is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Amen. He neither neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. Listen, he's talking about the word of God. All things <laughs> are naked and they're open under the eyes of him. 
<laughs> with him whom we have to do. Hallelujah. Everything is naked and open before God. Amen. The word of God. It was a discerner and a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The preacher had no clue where you were, but he got up and God got to preaching him the word of God and you got upset with him and you said he's picking on me. No, no, it's the word of God. He's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. People got mad because they did something and nobody seen it. And they knew nobody did. But they got to thinking somebody peeking on them when really all it was, Brother Jeff, there was an all-seeing eye. And the Word of God came. And it reproved. And it gave instruction. It is Hebrews 12. Amen. And you have forgotten the exhortation. You've forgotten the exhortation. Which speaketh unto you as unto children. Which speaketh unto you as unto children. Don't let me lose you tonight. I'm not going to try to just preach too long, but I, I won't get beyond that. Hey, may I have a word for you tonight? Hey, Amen. Read on. My son. My son. Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Despise not thou the chastening of Nor the Lord. Nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Nor faint when you re- just fall out. Leave the church. <laughs> Get up. Go down the road. Find a different one. <laughs> Don't remove from the hope of the gospel right now. Amen. It don't look like much hope is there for me with this that it, little bit that he's read. It looks like he's just out to get me and he's going to hurt me. There's not much hope in that. But read on. For whom the Lord loveth. For whom he loveth. He chasteneth. He chasteneth. And scourgeth every son. And scourgeth every son. Whom he receiveth. receiveth. If you endure chastening. If you endure. If you endure. If you put up with it. In spite of everything against you. You're putting up with what he's preaching. I'm not. I'm talking about giving heed to it. Enduring it. Come on. God dealeth with you as with sons. God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Lord of the Father chasteneth not? Yes, read on. But if you be without chastening, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Amen. Amen. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh. Yes. Which corrected us. Amen. And we gave them reverence. Yes. Shall we not much rather... Amen. Be in subjection to the Father under the Father of Spirit <laughs> and live. Amen. Oh, no chastening. For no chastening for the present seem to be joyous, joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness. The peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised. Which are exercised thereby. Thereby. Amen. One.
one more scripture there, I believe. Wherefore <laughs> lift up the hands. Yes. Which hang down. Amen. And the feeble knees. <laughs> and make straight paths for your feet. <laughs> and let that. Let that which is lame Amen. be turned out of the way. Oh, but let it rather, but let it be, rather healed. be healed. I would tell you there have been people that fell out with the man of God and he knew nothing. But all God was trying to do was heal some things. And they moved away from the gospel. And they went to another gospel. They said this way's too hard. It's too rough. Amen. And I tell you tonight, don't move away from it, young people. There'll be a lot of things that come in this life. There's a lot of fads and of fashions. Amen. Things that was popular of 10, 15 years ago. It's coming back around. Amen. And it'll be gone in a little while. Hey. But he said the word of the Lord. Abide it forever. Amen. It don't ever change. And you can get a hold of the glorious gospel. Amen. You can get a hold of that hope. And don't move away. Amen. Bear with me. Amen. Join yourself to this. Hey, there had been those that moved away. Amen. I thought of Ruth in the first chapter. The Bible says that there was a famine. And was it Abimelech? Naomi? Amen. They got up, their two sons, and they moved. Glory. I know there's a famine. Famines come and famines go. There'll be another one. Amen. But there at the end of that chapter, or maybe the second, one of them, she come home and they said, is this not Naomi? She said, call me not Naomi, but call me Myra. For the Lord hath uh, dealt pitifully with me or something like that. In a way, she had had great trouble. In other words, I went out full and the Lord brought me back empty. And I got to looking in that and there was people that said, is this not Naomi? They didn't die. They made it through, Brother Mark. They stayed and they made it through. They remembered when she left and they seen her when she returned. And it, I felt the Lord speak to me that just because there's a little famine gives nobody the right to pack up and move down the road because they feel like the Spirit of God's not moving anymore. I'll tell you, when you get to pointing fingers, you got something pointing right back at you. And the biggest problem that I've had was when I looked in the mirror and I seen my greatest enemy and it was me that got up. I was the one that got up and said, I think I'll move. I don't feel God here anymore. The pastor not getting a hold of it. He's not feeding me. It's one thing if 
the man of God's supposed to be praying uh, and he's out praying, but if he's trying his best uh, and he's a seeking God and a fasting, uh, amen, you stay with him. Uh, amen. Don't talk about him. Uh, don't get up and move. Uh, stay there. Uh, you're going to have heard uh, if you move away. I ain't doing this justice tonight. But I tell you, it happened. I don't want to move away from it. When it gets hard, when it's hard to take, let me take it home and pray over it. Let me fast. Amen. Too many people that fell out and without even talking about it, they jumped up and they moved. Amen. In a little while, they got a name for themselves. It wasn't there at that church. And they moved from that church. And it wasn't at that church. And they moved to another church. And something happened there, and they went to another one. Amen. You know what they forgot? They forgot about the hope that was in the gospel. Amen. While the preacher was pulling, while he was sweating, while he was crying, while he was praying when they had no clue about it, and two and three o'clock in the morning, and he's a tossing and a turning, and God's a dealing with him. Amen. And they think that he's just playing and eating fried chicken. Amen. Oh, God. Come on now. You know it's happening. It's an epidemic all across the nation. Amen. That people's are falling out with one another. Amen. No church will suit them. No pastor will suit them. Amen. They're moving away from the hope. And I can guarantee you, before they made their first move, the Lord sent them a message. But they were so carried away with things that happened and things that were said, they didn't even hear when the preacher preached to them. Ezekiel 30, 33 and 30. Amen, anybody? Ezekiel 33 and 30. My, I thank the Lord for a voice tonight. Hallelujah. I'm feeling him helping me. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm wanting you to get the feeling after a while. Right now, amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. The people of God had gotten to such a place to where he was just preaching good. Somebody read it. Amen. Also thou son of man. Also thou son of man. The children of thy people. The children of thy people. Still are talking against thee. Still are talking against thee. By the walls. By the walls. In the doors of the houses. In the doors of the houses. And speak one to another. And speak one to another. Everyone to his brother. Everyone to his brother. Saying come. Saying come. I pray you. I pray you. Hear what? Is the word that cometh forth from the Lord. What the word is that cometh forth from the Lord. 
They come unto thee. They come unto thee. As the people come. As the people come. They set before thee. We're just going to gather in at church like we always had it. As my people. As my people. They hear thy words. They hear thy words. But they will not do them. But they will not do them. For with their mouth. For with their mouth. They shew much love. They shew much love. But their heart goeth after. But their heart goeth after their covetousness. And lo, and lo, thou art unto them. Thou art unto them. Listen, as a very lovely song. As a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice. As a one that has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. Can play well on an instrument. For they hear thy words. They hear thy words. But they do them not. But they do them not. And when this cometh, come to on pass, now. And when it comes to pass, lo, it will come. Lo, it will come. Then shall they know. Then shall they know. That a prophet hath been among them. It was good preaching tonight, brother. It was good preaching what you said. Amen. My, if you keep preaching like that, I don't know what we're going to do with you. Amen. That's good preaching. But they go home, and soon as they, well, I'm not talking about Zion. Amen. That ain't where I'm getting this. I got good people. Amen. I'm talking about an epidemic that's hit the nation, hit the land, hit the world, hit the body of the church. Amen. Leave the church doors and done forgot what the pastor said. He already forgot what he preached. Amen. Oh, it was a very lovely song. You done good, man. I tell you, it's on fire tonight. Boy, did you preach. But you look, and nobody took heed to it. And nobody did what he said. I want to tell you, there'll be a day when them people will turn and look and say, we had a prophet. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, God. Do you know there's people today that would love to hear a word from God. The Bible said that the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. What made it so precious? I feel like they was scarcely hearing it. Eli had failed to give heed. I got so much more. I don't want to lose you tonight. Eli failed to correct his sons. And the Lord just started drawing back. It got so precious, Brother Mark. I'd love to hear another message. <laughs> Wouldn't you hate for your church one day to be sitting in the pew and there's not a man of God when they throw him in prison and they come back to the church house, but he's not there. And they say, we had a prophet, Brother Ann. We had one. Man, he done good. But where's he at today? The word of the Lord was so precious. Amen. God told him, said, they're talking about you. Amen. They're, they're talking how good you did, but they're missing something in the heart. Oh, 
the Lord got to say in Isaiah, I believe it was, he said, he's wondering where the man was that trembled at his word. Where's he at? Where's the one that the man of God will preach, young ladies, and something will stir your heart, and you put everything down, and you quit talking, and you quit talking, young boys. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, and the Lord. Amen. Over and over in Revelation, he said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Over and over. Oh, hallelujah. I'm looking for somebody. Somebody that'll tremble at my word. Somebody that'll hear it and say, I know that God spoke to him. I'm going to take it and I'm going to do it. Oh, God. Amen. He, Jesus stood over Jerusalem and he wept and said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how oft would I have gathered you together as a hen doth her chicks and you would not. I sent to you prophets and you stoned them. I sent to you messengers and you killed them. Oh, I wanted to gather you. I sent your word over. I'm glad. Thank you for helping me tonight. Oh, if you get tired, you can sit down. But I have a burden that's heavy on me tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody that the Lord would like to draw in and say, come in. Come in. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He got to talking to them. He said, you're witnesses against yourself. They said, if we was in the days of our fathers, we wouldn't have done it. He said, but you're witnesses against yourself. That you're just like them. Amen. And from the time that God brought them out of Egypt, they, he, whoo, hallelujah. He, getting too big. They argued and they argued. They fought. They grumbled. They was rebellious. They was stiff-necked. And even up until that preacher Stephen was preaching to him. Amen. And he got down to him. He said, you're so worried about Moses. Even Moses told you that there's going to be one like unto me that the Lord's going to raise up. He said, hear ye him. Amen. He said, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart. You do always resist the Holy Ghost. Even as your fathers did, so you do ye. Hallelujah. That's all they could stand by the mark. And they ran upon him. And they gnashed on him with their teeth. They took him out and stoned him. Oh, I'm talking about somebody that's wanting to hear a word from the Lord. There's a lot of empty pews here. But the Lord woke me up this morning. Somebody here is needing to hear this. If you're not careful, you get to feeling like we change pastors every 10 years or so. Let's get something new in here. New blood. I felt that pressure. They've got used to me. No, 
It's the God of this world that has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Lest, Brother Mark, lest I preach, Brother Aaron, and somebody there hear me, Brother Daniel, and say, that's it. That's my hope. That's what I've been waiting on. That's been what I've been, what I've been waiting on. Jeremiah, I think it was, was in the dungeon. And the king said, go get him. And they lowered down some rags. And they tied them together. Said, put them here. Put them on your, on your armholes. Right there. And we're going to lift you up out of here. That's so feeble. Them old rags. That's nothing. We've heard the message over and over. But I want to tell you tonight. If you'll get a hold of it. Feeble as it may seem. And you grab a hold of it. This gospel has got hope in it. <laughs> what did Brother Hardy even preach? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was busy. My mind was caught away with something. The job tomorrow. What's happening this week? No. Bring your minds with me. There's hope in this message. If you can say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's me. Somebody be getting us a song. It's me. It's me. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. But it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. <laughs> it's not the preacher. It's not the deacon. It's not the teacher. It's me, Lord. I'm the one. I'm the one. <laughs> it ain't nothing but the enemy that has tried to fight me to preach this tonight. But somebody needs to hear it. You're low. You're low. And the messages the devil's told you, they just ain't doing anything for you anymore. Amen. I think it, Isaiah ought to know for sure. But they said, unto the seers, see not. Unto the man that prophesy, prophesy not. Prophesy unto us smooth things. <laughs> the watchman that seen it, don't see it. Close your eyes to it and don't tell me about it. <laughs> If God gives you a message and it's going to rub me wrong, don't preach it. Preach something else. Preach smooth things. I want to shout. I do too. But I'd like to reach the victory first. I tell you, there ain't nothing better than a tight message that I hit somebody's heart and then fall in the altar and cry until the Spirit comes and shouts them. That's victory. It hurt them. They knew it hurt them. But they stayed long enough at the altar. My Lord. We knelt down and we prayed our little prayer. 
and we got back up and we ran and we done our little thing and we did not give God time oh. he said for the daughter of my people am I hurt oh. amen he said is there not a balm in Gilead is there not a physician there why then is not the hurt of the daughter of my people why ain't she recovered amen there's a physician there there's a balm in Gilead and there's no reason why I tell you if he's got to pour salt in a wound brother Tony to get me to shout again let him open the wound and clean it out until it can be healed and you don't have to get up and move away from the gospel stand with me if you will I'm not just looking for the sinner tonight. I'm looking for the church member that's saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. That the devil's putting pressure on you. I am looking for the one that backslid, moved away. And I'm looking for you. And it would not be a shame tonight, Brother Daniel, for somebody that I have great confidence in to kneel at the altar and weep and cry and say, Lord, spare me and my family from moving away from the hope. These altars are open. Is there anybody that the message has touched your heart tonight and you want to pray? This is your invitation. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Oh, it's me, it's me, it's me. I hadn't been looking at the gospel like I needed to. I hadn't seen it that it is as serious as the preacher says. This is your hope, church. If you want to make it to heaven, you're going to have to get a hold of the gospel. Standing in the need of prayer. Oh, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of pray